Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Law and Order, Special Mutants Unit. Polaris is the new black, and hello, Clarice. Hey, guys, we got another great episode of The Gifted here to talk about. We're talking about Season 1, Episode 2, RX. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Animal, the animal. Track, 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 cause the mutants fall. The mutants, the mutants fall. The page is new. Everybody's got a color on you. All right, we are talking not about Orange is the New Black. We're talking about Polaris is the New Black because we are going to be breaking down episode two of The Gifted here on After Buzz TV for our after show talking about episode two, RX, which of course is a reference to them going to the hospital, the mutant hospital, and getting drugs and stuff for... Clarice, who is definitely going... Drugs that are needed. Drugs that are She's needed. going definitely. through some things right now, but before we get started, let me go ahead and choose my amazing panel. Uh, we got me, we got Rick, we got Stephanie. <laughs> I thought you were going to call me Steve. So then we got Michael. Guys, uh, Stephanie, why don't we tell everyone where we can find each other. Oh, I'm Steph Sabra, and you can follow me at Steph Sabra on IG and Twitter. And you guys can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. You can find me online at One Youngster, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. Uh, Rick, move your mic forward so we can hear you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, we're very happy with the episode. Yes. Yes. It's so refreshing to be covering a show that's awesome. <laughs> yes. That keeps, that keeps moving forward. Yeah, I mean, we have, um, like, that, Things happened. Things happened, but, like, <laughs> you know, you have this storyline with Clarice that's kind of like... You know, everything's staying in the same place. But they use that as, like, an anchor to go to the other characters. So something's happening in terms of, like, action-wise. But then they're throwing in the story development with Polaris and Dean at the same time. Because if it was just a straight-up episode of Dean or a straight-up episode of Polaris, you'd be like... All right, this is either Orange is the New Black or Law and Order. Like this is not, <laughs> this is not X Men. But like the way they interspersed the storylines was really good. This episode uh, on the after show today, we're going to be breaking down those three storylines. We're going to be talking about kind of our predictions. We're also going to watch the new Mutants trailer as like a news and gossip thing, and we're going to talk about yeah. what we think of that because it looks pretty sick as well. It's way different. Oh yeah. It's yeah, very different. If you haven't already, uh, go watch it. Yes, please. Um, yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> also, if you haven't already, please hit the thumbs up on this video. It helps us keep us searchable. Go ahead and share this on Twitter with all your friends if they watch the show and they want somebody to talk to about it. And then also comment on the video after the broadcast is over because those comments save. The live chat doesn't necessarily save, but I do want to shout out Renji90998, CA1987, Ivan Soto, and ZSB Lou. I'll do a shout out a little bit later in the thing. Uh, sorry, guys, I'm not going to be reading the chat that much throughout it, but we got Michael Young yeah, watching I'll, I'll, the I'll chat. Yeah, I'll go through because uh, Ivan actually has a question, but we can save that. Well, nah, we can't answer yeah. that really. Seriously. <laughs> I was like, we can't really oh. answer that. Sorry, <laughs> Ivan, we can't really answer that, but we, we got love for you. Got it. So, um, three storylines. Yes. Reed and Sentinels. Mm-hmm. Polaris and Jail. Jail. Yeah. 
and Clarice and the whole Amy Acker family storyline kind of thing going on there. Um, What would you guys like to break down first? Um... Let's go to jail first. I was going to say that. Jail. Jail. Right. And then we can get out of jail. Part. Jail is the coolest part. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you wanted to do jail last? No, no, no. I'm just saying, damn, this storyline oh. was brutal. Like, I did not yeah. think that they would be with norm- normal he- Normal yeah, people. Yeah, 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 too, combined. That was the craziest scene. I did not know what was going to happen there. The craziest scene for me was her kicking her in the stomach. Yeah. yeah. I was like, they showed oh, you're that. Right. You're right. And they how, showed that. I want to know how she knew she was pregnant, because yes. she's not showing. So who's But that's the thing. That's the thing. Is she the says, out of here, you got power, but in here, I have power. Right. Right. Yeah, she's yeah. the She's the red of the jail, if you're going to bring it back yeah. to the orange and the black. Yeah. So she's like the one who kind of has the connections with the guards. I'm sure, sure. we're going to see some Sons of Anarchy style scenes of like okay. putting Polaris where she wants her. Um, I don't think that table killed her. No. no, so, no, not. But no, 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 that, no. That table is very telling of how strong Polaris is. And can Polaris kind of keep using her powers to to get her, I guess, tolerance up for that shock? Because if she can, then it's almost like not having the collar. And then, then we get some real scenes. So, like, while she's in the <laughs> hole, I'm assuming nobody's watching her. True. So, like, mm-hmm. I would like to see her use her powers to disable the collar. Because if she can angrily move a table, this thing's electric, yeah. too. Like, why can't she angrily fidget with that and what if she hides the fact that she can use her powers again yeah so the caller still has the lights on and everything but then we get this mutant underground in jail where she helps disable the caller of the other mutants and keeps them under wraps that and then there's a huge cool. breakout because like i would hate to just see them use uh what's um clarice blink yeah i yeah, hate to blink. see them just use blink to get her out because mm-hmm. yeah. that would just disable all the character development we're getting in the prison. So if they can like cause a mutant uprising at the prison that, that would, would be great. That would yeah. make this storyline last three or four episodes, be interesting be one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see. Well, there were two things I liked about this episode was that in the front where she's trying to, like she doesn't know what that neck brace is all about, so mm-hmm. she's trying to, and everybody starts laughing at her, because it's like yeah. clearly like everybody else is trying yeah. to, like, so it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're the new person here, so we're going to laugh at you for trying to be dumbass. <laughs> but then um, the next thing is like, yeah, I agree with you, Stephen, in terms of there are probably some really cool uh, characters in that prison to where they could keep like exactly kill off three or four episodes driving the story forward and probably some interesting people that we can get introduced to. I'd like to see people in the prison who have powers that don't have collars. In terms of like, what if that girl who she hit the table with actually does have powers? And she's in jail not because they knew like, she was like a Like she was in jail for something else and they never knew she was a mutant. Exactly. Mm. That could be a very interesting piece to play with, especially when it comes to like an uprising or something like that. Because that's that's pretty funny to see somebody walking around and it's like, hold up, you you have powers all these time all this time? What's wrong with you? Or maybe yeah. maybe just the opposite. Maybe they already know that she does, but she oh, controls it and mm-hmm. that's why she controls the prison or Oh, they let her have her powers to keep everyone in line. Yep. And then, you know, for Possibly. And doing that they, you know, put some money on her books, give her extra snack cakes. You know, <laughs> snack like, <cakes>. like, like <laughs> I got oh. I did see um, the commercial for next week. It kind of did you guys see that? It yeah, I watched her it on breaking YouTube. through the door, right?
right? So I would it would be interesting if Polaris played a similar role which she did with the underground kind of railroad in jail because I feel like a lot of those girls had lost hope already. They yeah. were like, stop, yeah. don't do that. But the, she's uh, the ready bald to, girl that she saw, yeah. you could tell she, was, she had Defeated. given up. Yeah. yeah, she was done. She was just like, hey, I'm in jail and this is where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think... Um, I think that scene was probably a dream sequence, though. I don't think they'd go guns blazing and break through the door already. Oh, okay. But, you know, I could be wrong. You know, they no, might they might her. accelerate this. And yeah, the- they might accelerate and say, hey, the jail's not really what we yeah. want to deal with right now. True. But, I don't know. Uh, maybe she does need to get back to the brother, or is it the, the mutant underground? The mutant underground, yeah. I do want to say that throughout Emma, Emma Dumont's, the actress who plays Polaris... They really pulled off, like, the creepy as hell look with her. Yeah. Like, a very, like, sexy yeah. but, like, dangerous kind mm-hmm. of femme yeah. fatale look with her. Yeah. When she's in the shower and, like, the black stuff's coming out of her yeah. hair. And then she's just walking around. She's got, like, those, like, eyes. Like, I was really impressed. Like, these are... Yeah. Honestly, for a TV show, I was not really expecting, like, to see people who kind of belong on the big screen. Yeah, and like from this, like she definitely belongs on the big screen. She has like that Eva Green thing kind of going. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a real definitely. sexiness about her. Good point. But yeah. like, but she's like exotic too. Full in character too. It, it, I'm. You don't yeah. think about what she does outside. You're like she's Polaris. Yeah, that's a good thing. A lot of all of these people are like buying into the mm-hmm. show, which helps to be really good. Now, real quick from the chat. Uh, Chaos1312 uh, said, Crazy Theory, could the Strucker kids actually be adopted? I know we haven't gotten to the kids yet, but... I don't think so. Do you... Okay, cool. Because, you know, maybe they were adopted from, you know... I think they would have covered maybe... that already. Okay, cool. I don't cool. think they'd start a show on a shaky foundation like that. Or like, okay. oh, by the way, right. you're adopted. Like, I think that's weird. <laughs> um, my theory was that we get introduced... Uh, we'll talk about it in Reed's storyline, but yeah. we get introduced to the mom, Reed's mom, who was also... Mm. Sharon Glass. Yeah, the mom in Burn Notice, which of yes. course is the same creator, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, Matt Nix. Matt Nix, which I love Burn Notice, and I like seeing Kobe Bell in this, and now seeing her is like, when I saw her on, on screen, I was like, oh my god, yes, because right. it starts with a one year previous, and you're, yeah, like, uh, you're, like, you're like, I don't know how this is going to go, and, and then, then you see, see she talks, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> it's almost like an old friend, you say, you're like, hey. Yeah, how you doing? It's really cool that like there are characters or like actors that you see and you're just immediately like, all right, I'm in. Like it doesn't yeah. even matter who they're playing. You're like, I'm in. She's the cra- the grouchy old mom again. It's awesome. Um, but I think she might have powers because we were talking last week about the genes and how the parents don't have mm-hmm. powers or whatever. But maybe it skips a generation or whatever it is. I just still think that there needs to be a way for the, both the kids to yeah. have these powers for the X gene to have made an appearance. Or I something. mean, and we've talked about we talked about this earlier too that uh, not on the show. But outside, that you don't bring some like a care like an actress of her caliber onto the show just to use it for, for an episode yeah. without <laughs> some sort of purpose. So I I do agree that yeah, clearly like they're getting their powers from somewhere. So if she's not the source of it, she probably knows. Maybe it's her their uh, grandfather, grandfather yeah. yeah, or okay. or they, or some like a great grandfather. He was brought up too quickly in He's it, in about the bowling scene. Yeah, that was so they did scene. bring that up. For like two seconds, so that could be it. Like oh. maybe went through and like the carry, you know, one, you know, skip the generation, and the kids are, you know, they're all gonna laugh at you. What do you think the power of the ba- the bald girl in prison is? Because we see two mutants in prison. We see uh, Polaris. We see the bald girl with veins all over her skin. Yeah, and then we see a red skinned or is it green skinned? I'm colorblind, so I couldn't really tell you. Um, <laughs> woman also there. 
I missed the third hmm. woman. The, she was in the background at the scene where they're beating Polaris oh, up. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, the bu- I, I don't know, but I, I feel like it's got to be something really cool. Please let it be something really cool. Like, I hope it's just not like, hey, I can like tell your future. Well, I don't know. If she, your future is bleak, that could be something kind of cool, especially with the way she looks. She looks very like, she could bring like a foreboding kind of I like, feel like feel. it's something to do with poison. Oh, she. I mean, she looks like a like like a desert. You know, the, the, the dry cracks, like dry skin yeah. or something. So like, I don't know if it has to do with like moisture or there's some sort of like reptilian lizard effect, which mm. kind of might yeah. talk about your poison. poison yeah. thing. I was thinking, yeah, the the skin was kind of like that or kind of earthquakey. I felt like. Mm-hmm. What about like uh, pufferfish? Oh, that oh, is po- poison yeah. too. Yeah, yeah well, because like yeah. the veins and stuff when they blow up or something like that, yeah. like the veins. I don't know. I'm interested to see. I really hope that we get. I mean, I, mean, I don't think different they, weird powers. Yeah, I don't think they'd like introduce this character without. Yeah. yeah oh, we're gonna a, see her. We're gonna yeah. find out. Absolutely. She'll, I'm assuming Especially she'll be like recurring. Yeah. And yeah. We'll see her probably <laughs> yeah, right. once every two eps or something like I that. I think she'll become part of the underground because I mm. think when Polaris breaks out, there's no way she's leaving these girls behind. Nah. So I think definitely we're gonna see more of her. Uh, the the one thing that I'm just kind of like iffy about is again this episode it's just the telekinesis stuff like we get introduced to the girl who's shaky at the beginning and again she just like lets loose and like blows everybody away and it just again it's just telekinesis Mm -hmm. so I really want them to really think about separating Some other that. powers. Yeah, just at least like explaining what the powers are or something. Yeah. Like she was vibration, so maybe it's like vibrations or what caused it, whatever. But again, like I just really want some delineation between who yeah, what? does what. Because yeah. right now it's more how they're using those powers. I noticed that the daughter will bring it together and the son pulls everything apart. And then Eclipse, you know, everything's similar, but it's just the only difference right now is the way they're using it, the vehicle of how it's happening. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, uh, Michael, it, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Michael Barsamo uh, in the chat says, nah, she's got super strength and hard skin like marble, hence the cracks. So I don't know if that's Definitely spot on, but if it is, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, for her the to girl be in the like, prison, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, the girl in yeah. the prison. Okay, I don't know. It uh, looks so more like, like veins than it did to like the marble. Am I wrong? It's like, like cracks. Well, you, you, yeah. you and I think it looks I thought like it cracks. Was cracks. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but I mean, that would be cool. Like if, like you know, you try to hit her, it's like it's like you know, like a brick wall. Mm-hmm. That could be cool, especially since women don't usually get those type of powers. Um, I mean, you have, you know, uh, Emma can turn diamond. Uh, you've got She-Hulk. Uh, you got Rogue, sort of, but you don't really have women that are kind of like the thing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that, that be, yeah. Yeah, or Colossus or something. So that, that would, would be, be cool. kind of cool. It's clobbering time. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think, does anyone else have anything to add with the jail story? Uh, nah, but nothing except I'm, I'm very excited to see how the jail politics play out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can we talk about like the scene where they're showering? No, okay. Let's keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and, the, and the camera cuts away just a little bit too soon. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, all right. So, Could this shower scene be representing some sort of change in Polaris at all? 
Because usually shower scenes oh, and uh, okay. she's shedding her her previous hair. She is it more. Well, like... you said that it was because like they wanted to go more to her character. Like there were complaints last yeah. week. Yeah, and then I also thought about it, and I think that was her when she was trying to be not as obvious in real outside world. So I think that was hair dye. Coming oh, out. She, the black yeah. hair dye yeah. was yeah. washing uh-huh. out so she could have the green hair. You know, yeah. it's like it's like in the prisoner where uh, or the fugitive. Sorry, where like you know Harrison Ford like shaves his beard and then he dyes his hair a little bit black. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Except to keep a little bit yeah. more low key mm-hmm. in case they are looking for her to say, okay, I'm gonna dye my hair black as opposed mm-hmm. to having blatant green hair that yeah. sticks yeah. out. Yeah, super green hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, better than super red hair with bad CGI. Um, so <laughs> sorry, Inhumans. Um, let's go. Have we, are not, we are not going there. Haven't even tried to see <laughs> it. Yet. Not no, let's keep it. going. Let's, let's keep, keep going. going at so the same time. Let's talk about Law and Order Special Dean Unit. Um, so <laughs> oh my. Dean is. Can't captured. Uh, we learned like for a second. Like, did they get anyone not- else with that for the second when he's talking about like I can't feel my arms? I'm like, savior, savior. <laughs> and he's like, wow. no, that's an immobilization bullet. Immobilization bullet. I'm like, oh, okay. So we're not right, going cool. that route. Cool, cool. I was like, am I going to see Stephen Moyer just in the wheelchair for the rest of the oh, season? Man. Like, oh, I didn't even make that connection. Oh, that would have explained his bad haircut in, in the pilot. But <laughs> uh, it was was the, was the haircut that bad? No, I think they must have been trying to cover something because like or put some sort of weird wig on him. Because I was watching this episode, I'm like, finally. His haircut's back to normal, which there's always a lull between a pilot and the yeah, second episode. Yeah. So they got me. They got me for a split second there, when then they're like, "No, it's an immobilization bullet," which I always thought was like kind of cool. Um, but basically, he's in the custody of Sentinel. Um, my prediction was spot on last episode, yeah. where I said that Kobe Bell says he was a father and everything. I'm like, I bet his he like lost somebody to it. We find out that his character uh, lost his son. Yep. Daughter. Daughter. Was a daughter? Yeah, yeah. Lost his daughter in the July 16th explosion, which they don't really go into. It's the event that kind of caused everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, I don't know if it was a good mutant or a bad mutant that set off the explosion. All I know is that my daughter's dead, and it's because of mutants. So, again, like, we get actual character development and find out where their intentions are coming from. Nobody's... Nobody so far, except for the guy who just wanted to put a bullet in the last episode, <laughs> nobody so far is just, like, straight-up evil. Yeah. Everybody's and, acting on their own intentions. And it seems like there is, there are laws, there there's, have been laws, like, set up mm-hmm. for how mutants are handled, which they showed, like, in the bowling scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he was, like, saying, he's like, you didn't intentionally, she didn't intentionally use her powers, but that's against the law. I, that's so you what should, I really which, liked about. Because I feel like with this show, what's so impressive is the amount of detail that's already in it. Having yeah. all those laws, you kind of think, I feel like they already all know what the laws and legislation are. Everyone has that idea, and it's making this storyline develop even further. And in a really cool way, and we saw it with the hospital, too, when mm-hmm. the insurance and everything. Well, it's interesting because they're – it's so on the nose about the current political state of affairs mm-hmm. in the world, yeah. about uh, people being blocked from the country and different things like that. And I'm not going to bring, like, political views into this, but, yeah. like, it is on the nose. Yeah. But it's on the nose in such a way that it's still subtle because yeah. you're siding with the mutants when you don't even realize it in terms of, like, okay, but – you know, they are really dangerous. Uh, if you've seen Logan, like, that was the first yeah. time in a mutant movie that I've been like, they're really dangerous. Like, you're taking out entire cities, like, with your powers yeah. that you can't control. And now you they do the same thing. Like, there was a very it was a very Logan-esque scene with Clarice in this episode, losing yeah. control of her powers and, like, the amount of people that could have been cut in half or dead or killed. Like, it's very scary. But then you look at these laws that are just so 
in favor of the government and safety at the expense of these human yeah. beings. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, who do I side with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have those like different interests where, you know, they're like, hey, well, I'm pretty sure, and I mean, this is not to make any type of political statement, but usually in history, when the government of any country finds something, they're like, how can we weaponize this? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this probably the DOD is like, they've probably got 30 or 40 mutants under the Pentagon somewhere, seeing, can we replicate mm-hmm. this? Can we make... Well, that's how the Sentinels are made. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you have that part, and you have, like, you know, like, who was talking about the event. And one thing that I liked about that is we answered a question, because we answered a question with Kobe, what happened, why is he kind of part of this? And then we asked, or or we revealed another story point of the blast. Yeah. You know, so we, we went back and talked about that again. So it's kind of like... You answer a question and then you bring up another story point and you continue going. So that's it's good. <laughs> yeah, but it's good because you see you're seeing both sides of the story mm-hmm. in terms of like with what's going on now. Like if they went if they just went all in on like oh it's terrible that they're closing off this and they're arresting the mutants or whatever. But you're also seeing that like there is a danger factor to it as well where you're like who do I side with? Because, yeah. like, you know, the mutants are really, really dangerous, but at the same time, they are humans, and you're taking yeah. away rights of good ones at the same time. So, like, how do you deal with this? And then he lists off these organizations, and even Reed, like, admits that, okay, the Brotherhood and the other ones aren't that good. They're like, devil may cry, people got hurt. But no, this one's good. The underground's good or whatever. But it's like, yeah. well, how do you decide what's good and bad? Because they're both breaking into hospitals and stealing medication. They're both setting off... Things that cut trucks in half that could very easily kill people. Like, you know, so it, it they are playing, they're writing the show really smart here. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you're getting stuff shoved down your throat one way yeah, or another. Yeah, and there is a flip side to that where it's like, yeah, they're breaking in and stealing but that, supplies, but they have to it's because for a they're being, yeah, because they're being shut out of these, you know, so it's. And they made that. Yeah, um, so it's not like they're breaking into places. Just for fun, yeah. You know, yeah. they're or being just to get shut, drugs. Yeah, they're yeah. being shut out of these public places, shut out of these, you know, um, situations and institutions. So they, you know, when you force people into a situation, like, or if you force them into kind of sort of poverty, I guess. Yeah, it's like, what are you going to do? They just should they just have starve to, yeah. to death and die. Like, yeah. we talk about it in the scene between um, the mom and Eclipse in the truck, where he's just like, "I was thirteen. My parents kicked me out the next day." Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, what What am I supposed to do? I'm yeah. a 13-year-old kid. Am I supposed to not use these powers to get yeah. stuff? Like, how am I supposed to live? But continuing with Dean's storyline. So Dean, basically, Kobe's trying... Sorry, I keep saying Kobe. I think his character's name is Jace. It's Kobe in real life. Yeah. Kobe, yeah. Bell. Kobe, Kobe, Bell. Kobe Bell is the I actor. Believe, yeah. I, believe, I keep calling him on. Kobe, too. I'm pretty sure it's Jace. Hold on. Jace is the agent. Jace, yeah, Jace, Jace Turner. Turner, yep. So Jace yeah. Turner keeps trying to get him to sell out the underground and tell him where the, the hidden base was. Yeah. Um, and then he's a prosecuting attorney, so Reed's kind of calling him on his bullcrap every step of the way, wanting an attorney. They're trying to label him as a terrorist and all that kind of stuff. They bring in his mom. All this is going on, then he has the sudden realization that, like, Jace's job is the one on the line because yeah. he's the one who destroyed millions of dollars with the Sentinels, not getting anything except one human guy yeah. who is a prosecutor who it wouldn't hold up to. But I really <laughs> like this because... Aside from the fact that it went with my prediction last week, of now we have the the bargaining chip, which has, as I said, Reed is now working with Sentinel. 
or he is now yeah. on a certain level working with Sentinel because he wants to save his family. Because he kind of has to. That's sort his of. anchor. His anchor is protecting his family. So now yeah. he's working with Sentinel to protect his family, mm-hmm. just like uh, Jace is working with Sentinel because his daughter was killed. Mm-hmm. But what this episode did a really great job of, because we're going to get into the Clarice storyline, is it now, you know, his his interaction with the underground was so skin level that he's not loyal to them at all. Reed doesn't really have a reason to, like, screw over his family to help out Eclipse or help out Clarice or help yeah. out Polaris. What he has a loyalty to is his family. But now what we have is we have Clarice and the mom and all these people. Yeah. The mom has now become a center point in the underground, and she is actually understanding them, mm-hmm. and she has developed a loyal to these, loyalty Kate, to these Kate, people. Kate has. Yeah, Kate has. That yeah. hospital so, scene was really good for that, that moving her forward in yeah. terms of understanding what it's like to actually be a mutant. So now you have the father who's doing everything to protect his family, and the mom is now in the, in the, in the mind space of bigger picture in terms of like, well, what about, yeah, it's our kids, but what about everybody else out there? So now you have this disconnect between the father and the mother where even if he tries to sell out the underground, the mother's not going to go along with it, and neither are the kids because now yeah. the kids are partners with the underground. True. So it's, it's kind of cool. Within two episodes, they've already set up this dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I don't know how he's going to because he's got to know that the government is not going to hold up the deal. It's that's kind of a given. The the government's going to they're going to screw him the first chance he get, they get. So, he's got to know that, but they do have his mom. Yeah. Um I don't know if they haven't really outlined any other family, so I just say I guess the mom is that's it. So, he has to play like a long enough game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, to kind of like sort of let them get away, but then give them enough to not harm his mother. Unless, of course, his mom, like we were talking about, probably has powers yeah. and she's already doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Her powers might be powers of suggestion to a certain degree. So maybe she's already laying that, you know, that, uh, you know, that foundation, like, oh, you know, I'm not, you know, it's, you don't have to worry about me. And then, you know, kind of like putting them at ease to like let her go and do her thing. So who knows? Or does he, or because he's been doing it for so long, even though his family is at peril, does he possibly believe in the system that much? Mm, okay. Or like just, or just, right. just, just like the opposite in terms of, instead of being suspicious, he's like, he's like, no, if we, co- if we cooperate, I yeah. do everything the way they'll, that I know how to be. Trust us. Yeah, it'll he's, it'll work out the way that it's supposed to work out. He still yeah. thinks he's playing a fair game. He still yeah. thinks he's playing poker and they're not rigging the deck. And that's the issue is because he even though he guessed Jace's goals and everything and he still was like, "Okay, I, I got you now. I'll make a deal." And Jace <laughs> is like, "Yeah, we'll make a deal." Jace knows that like it doesn't matter. Under the Securities Act after July, after the event in July, you know, he could throw this guy away forever and not even care. Yeah. The only thing he cares could, about is getting them right now so his job doesn't get on the line. Yeah, because technically he could be in... Um, it's similar to... Well, I won't get political, but it's similar to another act that we have where you could technically keep someone in holding mm-hmm. forever. Um, so, I mean, and Jace knows that, and I guess he's leveraging that already. So, you know, it's, it's going to be an interesting game how they play that. And I like that we're... Like you were saying, there's so much lore in the law um, that we can explore outside of just powers and fighting. Obey the law. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, just like how Sharon Gless, uh, the uh, the grandmother, was introduced, Mm -hmm. we we don't even know yet if there's a higher power above Jace yet. Yeah. In terms of like a character that that has. Yeah, that's what what I'm saying. So like, there with the motivations of that 
uh, he or she or it is. I also think what I hope, but I do think that there has to be a higher player for the mutants. And I think that there could be one either in the jail or in the government that's kind of playing both sides, but will be that, because they need someone, you know? So I think that someone in a higher position could be in there working for them or going to connect with Reed. Like in, like in Stephen's dream scenario of Patrick Stewart like coming in as a guest star. And... <laughs> yeah, he's saving the day. Like I he's... mean, I think there's a good chance that Mystique will be, Mystique will be in, this, in this show. Not, but not Jennifer Lawrence. Not Jennifer that Lawrence, so but I think, we'll, I think we'll get a Mystique. It might be an older Mystique or something, but you, you, need, you need somebody with the ability to blend in that is a mutant. Hey, wait, how about, no, how about, how about, why not Rebecca Romaine Stamos? Or Rebecca Romaine, I'm sorry. Is she Stamos? No, she's Jerry Jer- O'Connell's wife now. now. Rebecca yeah. Romaine. Yeah. That could that be cool. That would be cool. That she would do cool. TV. She would do TV. So if that's what you're thinking, I mean, that would be cool to see her. I mean, you can't even adult. make that statement anymore. Everyone will do TV now. Yeah, it's true. Like, we're getting, like, the fact that we have, like, this cast is really good, but you look at some of these other shows. <laughs> some people are saying, no, no. <laughs> <That's not laughs> Rebecca isn't bad. Rebecca's cool. All right, well, you know what? We need we need January Jones in this one. <laughs> now, uh, Ivan Soto said, uh, what about Reed's dad being the mutant? And maybe Reed never knew. Because is is the mother Reed's on Reed's side or on uh, Amy's side? It's not, her name isn't Amy, but her name. Kate. The, Kate's side. Do we know it's Reed, It's Reed's mom. Yeah, you don't react that way towards your mother-in-law typically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you so should, I mean, you still might, but. <laughs> it's like, like, he's yeah, like, not throw it away. <laughs> I did see like, a. It's like, checkmate, she's my hey mother-in-law. <laughs> see, uh, she is a mutant. <laughs> What's up, Anthony? I did see uh, uh, like a villain uh, mentioned in the li- in the live chat. Uh, they they related uh, Strucker to Baron Strucker, who is part of the MCU. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a super villain who worked with uh, Hydra. But oh. people are saying that they don't believe they're going to go that route. Yeah, but I don't it's possible. think so. Well, we talked about last week whether or not they're going to include this in the universe for Logan or Days of Future Past or whatever. Apparently, none of them. This show is yeah. a separate. This show is a completely mm. separate universe. I think they're just using themes from all of them because, yeah. I mean, it's the same themes for any X Men story. Is yeah. This is just like another Earth, like Earth six one six. This is Earth. I don't know. This is Earth eight one eight. Yeah. Stargate Atlantis. This is Earth Valley. Yeah. We're in the valley here in California. <laughs> Earth SoCal. I took the four hundred five to the ten. Uh, oh my God, Strucker! How did you get here? Well, I was down on the four hundred five, <laughs> and there was a traffic jam. Back um, to you, Bob. <laughs> um. So yeah, we have. Those two storylines, let's go ahead and bust into some craziness with Clarice. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> um, also, guys, if you guys are doing a if you guys are doing an X-Men themed costume or a gifted themes costume, please send them to us this year. We'll put yes. them on the show. Uh, next week is going to be the 22nd, but the two weeks from now is the 29th. And we'll give you guys a little shout out. Put your Twitter handle on a picture. We'll throw it up on the screen for yeah, you guys. Yeah, that'll be so fun. Ah, oh, that'd be really cool. And the best one will get applause from us. Oh, Morph would be nice to see, Renji. Yeah, Morph oh, would Morph. be cool. Yeah. I always loved Morph. Oh, the two faces? 
Yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, well, uh, the you know the gray skin, the like just the the kind of jovial attitude that he had. I always, especially in Age of Apocalypse, which I know that's not the movie, the the actual comic book series. Yeah, but, the you one know, that was like, good. Yeah, the one that was good. But yeah, Morph was Morph was always kind of like a fun character. I, I liked him. Yeah, I liked him in the that, cartoon. That would be fun to have him. You mean yeah. Worf? You're talking about Worf, <laughs> Worf. from the Next Generation? <laughs> Love Worf. Michael Dorner is great. He's amazing. I'm, I'm gonna take this time real quick because we are about halfway through the show or three quarters away whatever you want to call it to uh, shout out everybody who went to iTunes and rated oh, and commented yeah, us on yeah. there thank um, you again thank you shout out to everyone who did the YouTube comments I know Michael was uh, commenting back or replying to you guys on YouTube but yeah. on iTunes I did tell you guys that if you gave us five stars I would give you a shout out on the show and I'm going to do that right now no doubt, this panel is gifted. Aw, thank you. By Melissa Aww. Darnold. I'm loving this group of superfans lineup for the panels. To Even and Michael, I follow them from other shows, and I'm so glad to have them on this panel. Such a strong premiere, one of the best I've seen in a long time. Thanks for dissecting the show with me every week. Uh, shout out to Brogafox. Says, great show review. Five stars. You guys did great. I hope the show continues so much better than another show. Uh, <laughs> Cornelius Eugene Baker says, The Gifted. I can already tell I'm going to love this show. People rarely... Uh, do the shows I do, so it's nice to have somebody to talk to about, even if it's sometimes you can't respond. And then this is Gifted, that 90s kid, uh, says, love the show, keep it up. And again, live chat, guys, thanks uh, thanks again for watching live. We've got about 42 people watching live. We only have 14 thumbs up right now, so come on, guys, do your job. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got two thumbs, right? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> two of them, right? So uh, shout out to Stephen Mansell, uh, Zias Bilu, California 1987, Ivan Soto, Michael Balsamo, uh, Zaytok, Renji90998, Daryl Lay, Stardrew's in the chat, shout out to Eric Henry, uh, all these people who kind of follow us from show to show, it's great to see you guys on yeah, this show as well. You, definitely. Thank you for watching again, please share the link with your friends, if you guys tag us in the tweets, we will retweet it, and we will say something if you guys tweeted us as well, I'm at Stephen Lemieux, she's at Steph Sabra, he's at Rick Hong, and he's at One Youngster. Cool, so... For the coolest, and they're not even holding back on the special effects budget, let's go ahead and talk about Clarice. Yes. So we get to see what happens when a mutant loses control of her powers. And that's and that brings up the point about dan- danger, like you brought up earlier. Yeah. Where this is just like Logan, where like what happens when somebody who's ultimately powerful can't control their powers? Like, do you put them down? Like, what do you do? So she overexerted herself getting everybody through that portal because it was apparently miles away and she... Didn't even know if she could do it in the first place. She's freaking out, and she's opening this portal to this one road. Where do you guys think this road oh, is? Because yeah. uh, John mentions it later in the episode where he says, you kept opening a portal to this one road, yeah. stretch of highway. What? And he didn't ask her about it, but what are you guys' predictions on that? I think it's it's an escape route. It's It was like a route, because if you saw, like, there was, they had, like, all the people blockading it. Every time she opened it, there was, yeah. like, a blockade. So it must have been some sort of, like, escape route for her that she was trying to get to the other side for somewhere, and she wasn't able to do it. And that's why she keeps kind of having these flashbacks of, like, if I could only just get there, I could get to freedom. Okay, okay, cool. I was I was thinking that maybe it's something like a road that or a path that she remembered from when she was young. Maybe with her parents, they used to take this road somewhere all the time, and that would kind of to freedom kind of like represent safety to her or happiness like, oh right? we always we always went down this road to go to grandma's house or we always went down this road to go to my favorite store or something or my favorite restaurant and she kind of like remembers that from you know when she was like seven or something like that and that it just kind of like triggered when she was in pain i guess interesting Maybe. yeah Steph? i thought 
I kind of was more on the negative route because we don't know exactly where her and a lot of with them, their families, the ties with them are shaky yeah. and negative. So I thought maybe it was when she just got her power, she might have opened up a portal there with her family and gotten in an accident or something like that. And it was a Ooh, okay. that's a good one too. So a traumatic memory. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a that's probably what I was going to say. Yeah, mm. I think that it's it's where she discovered her powers. And I think her powers might have killed her family. Oh. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can tell that she's not in full control of them, and she, you saw what happened with her rubber chicken and things like that. Like, I don't know if she had the capacity to transport five people at once when she did that. Maybe she only saved herself and her family still died. Mm. Like, maybe she was in a car, and she went through the portal, and, the, and she, was dis- she disappeared from the car, oh. and her parents still ended up in a car accident. The, yeah. other, the other theory I have That's is that true. she can... Instead of only blinking through space, I think maybe she can blink through time. Mm. Um, my theory with that is, you know, I feel like with those cops and stuff like that, they would have immediately had Sentinel on that. They would have had more understanding of what was happening. They would have had SWAT immediately. They would have had a lot more so precautions. maybe she was blinking to... The you know, past. 10, 20, 30 years ago or something like that. Not even... not Well, maybe that, not 30. She's not that Not old. that long, <laughs> yeah. but like from when she activated her powers, maybe it was that day. Oh. Okay. So That's like, interesting. I didn't I think know, about okay. that because they cool. still, at the end of the episode, were in the same underground place, right? They didn't fully evacuate. No. No. So they that does make me think that that could be true because I feel like they would have located it by then. That was a long period of time. Yeah. yeah, I mean they do have the fear guy that keeps it kind of shrouded, but yeah, it does. I mean, at least with but, them being able to see in there long enough, they they'll probably tell somebody, "Hey, it looks like an old, but, you know, an old bank or something like that." You know. Yeah, but here's the thing with 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 how they're treating mutants in the law enforcement already. They're opening fire. They shot Eclipse when he was just running away. Yeah, like, you're right. They would have just had the SWAT team open fire when the portal opened. You're right. Like, I feel like there's no reason why yeah. they wouldn't have opened fire. They looked confused. They looked like they didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. So I really feel like she might have the power to go back in time or to go to different planes or something. I don't know. So, I mean, they, they might not go that route, but I'd like to see that because, like, it's kind of interesting to think about as to how her powers could play out in a in a season wide arc if she could yeah. blink through time or bend time a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know how they would work with that, but that could be very interesting, especially dealing with different laws or different politicians if they wanted to, you know, and of course, you know, assassinate one maybe. Or if they want the to go back accident. and save someone, the big accident, you know, that could, you know, we could technically go back and replay that accident again with them trying to stop it. Um, there's tons of cool stuff you could do when you with start messing around with it. The Let's is, do the time yeah. warp again. <laughs> but but the, time always is, I feel, time in any weird. magical yeah, movie once you start, show. Once you start playing with time, it gets weird. Just guys, It gets weird, but X-Men want, has always done it. Yes. Always. If you... All right, I'm going to keep it real. From someone who has read comics all his life, I have not read every single one, but comics is convoluted, all right? So writers of this show, if you're planning on messing with time, just get like a set set of people, story group or whatever, to just deal with the time because it gets convoluted. Like once you go to space and you have the Phoenix and then people die, but they didn't really die and they come back and their son's here and cable, it's, it gets crazy. So yeah. just have people that just do nothing but remember time. Have it be simple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... 
Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm thinking. All I have in my mind right now is that damn Burning Love song. You ain't got time for time. You ain't got time oh, for time. Boy. Um, that's a, such a Burning Love song. Burning Love. Yeah, it's a YouTube series by Ben Stiller. It's great. Makes fun of the Bachelor. Um, so yeah, we get the side story is Eclipse goes to the hospital, which is a mutant hospital, interestingly enough, mm-hmm. with uh, Kate. Is her name Kate? Yeah, yeah, Kate, yeah. Uh-huh. Kate Stucker. Uh-huh. Kate, and she's coming, kind of coming to terms with uh, kind of how mutants are treated in this way. Her and the kids were so annoying at the beginning of this oh. episode. I'm so sorry. I was like, yes. shut the hell up. I was like, where's my dad? Where's yes. my dad? Where's my dad? It's like, bitch, you saw what happened to your dad. <laughs> you, we were, she's you were dying here. for saving you. Yeah, you're like, with me. Make it about yourself, why don't you? The kid's like, I know, but where's my dad? The, it's like, the obviously, we don't know. Like, she's dying. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Then the mom's like, where is he? Where is he? He's like, shut up. Like, holy crap. Like, did you not just, like, see what we were all just through? Like, breathe for it's a true. second, why don't you? It's Shoot. true. It's like, it's like, we understand your dad's gone, but we have a more immediate threat right now. She's going, I don't know, catatonic or whatever you want to call it. I'm not a doctor. But anyway, I play one on TV. How about like, <laughs> how about like damn, thanks for getting us out of there. Yeah, thanks for getting us out of there with the roly killy things. Yeah, right? like, jeez. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Jeez. Oh, I don't know. Oh, jeez. And safe in general because they're wh- where they're supposed to be in the beginning. Yeah. It's so, like it's not like she just has a portal gun. <laughs> but one thing I do like is that they wrapped that up quickly. They didn't let... The, they didn't let the whining go on. Yeah, yeah it, it got wrapped up. But in the time I was like, it just made me disrespect the characters a little bit. Like, guys, come he, on. Like, he, he tipped over into Zach Land. Like, freak bit. out a little bit. But, like, don't, <laughs> yeah, like, don't freak out for, like, don't ask the question eight times. It's like, come on. Yeah. Like, you think that they know where your dad is? Like, obviously he got left behind in a portal. They were it so happens. patient with them. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. like, look, yeah. this is not the time. And I'm like, damn, you're not yelling. I'm impressed. Yeah. I thought He's he like, was going to be like, just He should just out. give him the Vulcan, <laughs> the Vulcan grip. And be like, they're like, like Polaris. Polaris. <laughs> and then like tell the mom, be like, I'm sorry, but he, I'm tired. I can't do it right if now. If Polaris was there, they probably would have exploded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she would have been like, all right, bye, Polar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get introduced to Mutant with Power. Just has like, just like, just like. <laughs> just quiets everybody. Like, did you just mute him? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. In the criminal justice system, there are people who get left on one oh, side of the portal God. and the other people who get left on the other side of the portal. This is their story. <laughs> dum, dum. <laughs> um, God, yeah, so that was the one night I was like, God, I guys, agree. shut up. I agree. But, uh, yeah, so we're dealing with that. They decide to go to the hospital. She shows the, the bullet wound. And I liked the fact, like, it's annoying, but I liked the fact that the doctor was like, it was it was basic race it was basically racism where he's like oh you got a bruise like this is domestic violence because he's a mutie yeah, yeah. If it was anyone else it wouldn't matter but yeah. it's, it's uh, I don't know about, I don't know about racism but just more just the fact that like when things look sketchy it's just, it's just one of those things like where they they come in and maybe maybe automatically assume but racism that, in terms of mutant or not yeah, yeah. yeah. Said yeah. everyone thinks it's cool to date a mutant until you get hurt yeah because yeah. yeah. so like, his reasoning was because like, he implied that dating a mutant by itself is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. only doing it as, like, to be cool. The taboo thing. Yeah. Because if she went in there with her husband <clears throat> and she had that bruise and she just said, oh, yeah, I just hurt myself, like, he wouldn't have think thought twice. Mm-mm. But she goes in here with this, like, gunshot wound, bleeding sunlight, right. Hispanic dude, and he's automatically, like, up oh, domestic violence. Up like, oh, domestic violence because he has light powers. And <laughs> he, called, he called the feds in, right? That was- yeah, look. 
All right. He doctors, called the police. He didn't call the snitches. Fads. All right. Uh, yeah. Doctor, well. Don't no, they, say that. <laughs> all right, okay. Doctors Jesus. snitch a little bit, but don't just don't just snitch just because. All no, right? I think it's now, a I code of do. ethics that they can't. <laughs> well, yeah. I forgot. They, if they if do, it's suspected, they have to. If it's a gunshot oh. wound, they do have to report that. I forgot. Yeah, they do well, have if to it, report. If okay. they suspect right. domestic violence, they have to report. Yeah, they have. Okay. All right. But still, you're doing too much. All right. Yeah. Doctors, I'm done with you. And now in my mind, all I have is, day man. Champion of the sun. Nightman. Oh, oh, Flashlight. Oh. <laughs> like, he can bring some light. Oh. Champion of warm hands. It's like, it's like, oh, this is, this is warm. Oh, silver duct tape. icy hot right here on my shoulder. It <laughs> was pretty sick when they like she pulls it off and it like starts yeah. melting the window. Yeah, that like, was oh, cool. Damn. I like that. I was that. like, that's kind of sweet. That and was like, wait, so It's cool, though, because I think he's like resistant to fire then. He's resistant to high temperatures because his hand's over that stuff fine. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think that'll play into something later in that like if he has to run into a burning building or whatever or not. Yeah. Or if we get a human torch character. Yeah. Uh, and what's cool is like you, it's like you were talking about like not on a different network that I've seen where the CGI isn't bad. The CGI is, CGI is good. Yeah. It's believable. Yeah. Or like they're not sparing any cost it seems to put the CGI in this particular uh, series. The lens flare was kind of weird though on the collars. Like it didn't just look like two lights. It looked like blurry lights with lens flare. And I was like why are they doing that? Like, why are they paying more money just to do that? <laughs> why are they paying more like, money just to do that? So, well, no, someone no, argued for that case. He's like, we need this. It's like it's probably a package, you know. It's just like, and, and for two ninety nine, we'll, we'll add an extra little light flare. <laughs> the light flare package. Yeah, yeah, the light flare package. Yeah, we're just gonna transpose this from Star Trek and put it on here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Click and drag. These collars are gonna be really nice. <gasps> Look what I can do with After Effects. <laughs> just an intern, oh, like boy. do this. Like, interns can handle this part, no problem. <laughs> Unpaid interns. Oh, There's like man. a credit, like, collar light effects, like Jiminy Cricket, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so moving on. I don't know. I thought it was cool. The mother rushes back in there. She becomes the mom of the underground yeah. in a way. Like, everyone was, somebody, I want to shout out somebody on Twitter. Andrew F- uh, Fedge tweeted me, I've rewatched it and still love how the episode is basically how Mrs. Strucker adopted the entire underground <laughs> and became yeah. super mom. And it's funny because uh, once uh, That's a good tweet. I was watching it and um, I was sitting there, I told my wife immediately once she like snapped into action, I was like, and she's just provided her value to the underground. Yeah. I was like, the second this, I was like, and she's just oh, provided yeah, her value. That's what you because were we were talking about without about. powers, mm-hmm. kind of where they're going to put themselves. What's your value? Yeah. And now, now she's going to be kind of like the, the, the nurse, the, you know, kind of like the, I guess the shepherd of their yeah. pains and stuff. That whole hospital scene was yeah. really, the drive there, getting there, leaving there was really cool for her character development. And I liked her daughter too, uh, how she just sprung into action yeah. with the uh, with the portal. Like nobody had to ask her. She just got in there, got to work. I was, I, I liked it. I was just like, she was like, oh, portal, I've got that. <laughs> uh, bam, done. So, and, well, I mean, it was a while, but I mean, she still, she got, she she's pretty close. casual about it. I was yeah. impressed. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if I have the right medicine, but then she knows exactly what to put into her veins, though. It's like, ah, oh, I got this. In two yeah. seconds. It's like, look, if you need, if she needed potassium, just get her a McDouble or something like that. <laughs> wow. Like, McDouble. God, McDonald's could have saved the day on this. Here's some of that Szechuan sauce. They were too bogged down with the crazy Rick and Morty fans dealing with the Szechuan <laughs> sauce. Uh, we did get introduced to, I think it was Sage. Was it Sage? The redhead at the club that we don't know who the hell she oh, is. We don't know. But apparently has a lot of power and is complaining a lot. Like, I don't know. If it is Sage, she's played by Haley Lovett. Oh. I think, does this look like 
Here, sorry guys, I'm doing this. Does that look like who it was? I think so, but with maybe. red hair. Yeah, yeah maybe. so I think I think it's Haley Lovett, and I think it, if it's Haley Lovett, the character Sage, who in the comics has mental powers. Uh, how far that goes, I'm not that knowledgeable on it, but um, I think she's kind of probably somebody who started it with Polaris. Mm-hmm. I think she's probably the partner of yeah. Polaris, like building she stuff seems together. Like the so, secretary. Yeah. Another head honcho or something. Um, I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to just get introduced to more mutants. We got a, we got Shatter last weekend, and we got um, introduced to the Fear Dude this week, which was really cool. The, um, the Night Stalker guy, but he oh, he could yeah. cause fear around oh. the compound. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was like, "I'm so don't turn around." He was like, "Oh no, it's cool. We got a guy. We got a guy yeah. that does that." <laughs> yeah, but like, no. Even shout out to like Amy for that acting. Was like, yeah. Suddenly, like something because it was out of I was blue. watching. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on? What's I going didn't on?" No, I was like, "What's gonna happen?" I was like, yeah. "Mother's intuition," and I was like, "Oh no, that was a power." It's the, it's the, yeah. <laughs> the fear guy. So, so that that was really cool. Uh, oh shoot! We are actually like out of time. I didn't even realize that. Uh, really quick, hey, we're having a good time up here. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we do predictions? Uh, yeah, we can do predictions really quick. Uh, go ahead. And After roll. Buzz TV prediction. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just talk uh, really quick. Quick, like one sentence prediction. Go ahead, Mike. Um, when the jail uh, mutants and the mutant underground meet, they're not going to click as well as we think they may. Okay, cool. Rick? I think they brought in uh, a dry-skinned chick to... uh, (laughs) I think they brought her in to sacrifice herself to help uh, Polaris get out. We'll call her hand cream. Yeah. Hand cream. I think Polaris is going to get out or do some serious damage in jail next episode. That's what I look forward to, at least. Um, I think we're going to get... Reed is going to help... Sentinel, and they're going to arrest another person, and he, they're going to end up in the same place as Polaris, and that's going to start the riots because Polaris and them will help each oh. other out. Because we'll give her somebody she knows in the backup, but it'll probably be somebody that they don't know is associated with her. Uh. Um, we get one final scene that we have to talk about really quick was the doctor looking into a factory explosion in Rio de Janeiro yes. caused by two siblings who are blonde, white hair, or yellow hair, blue eyed Aryan twins. Yeah. Um, and basically wants to talk to Jace because about sibling mutants. Apparently the powers are amplified or something like that. You, I paused it to read the paper, but it only just gave a description of two blonde-haired, blue-eyed twins. Yeah. Um, we don't have time to watch the New Mutants trailer. Uh, I'll put it in the description of the video if you guys want to check it out. I mean, we can always talk about it next week, too. I mean, it's not going yeah. anywhere, right? It is a very... It's like a horror take on the X-Men franchise. It's really kind of cool. It's the first X-Men trailer that's... A- that surprised me. It's different. It's yeah. very different. Uh, we can talk about it next week, but uh, Stephanie can watch it before then, too. Yeah. Woo. I um, really want to watch it now. I didn't even know they dropped a new trailer. In the meanwhile, where can we find you, Michael? You can find me online at One Youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A, and on YouTube at Nerd Soul, one word, N E I D S O U L. And you guys can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R I C K H O N G. You can find me on IG and Twitter at Steph Sabra. Um, and uh, Daryl says the redhead and mutant underground is not Haley Lovett. All right, Daryl. Well, thank you thank for you, that Darryl. information. Thanks, um, Big D. I just wish they'd actually introduce these characters with names so we knew. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Mew, S T P H N L E M L E M I E U X. You can also see us on the uh, South Park After Show Wednesdays at uh, ten <laughs> with uh, Miss Miss Steph Sabra here. Uh, we will be back next week uh, Sundays at five p.m. Pacific Standard Time to discuss. The Gifted, Season 1, Episode 3, next week. We'll see you guys then. Take care. Later. Peace.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.